2: The biggest wagon train I ever seen me
1: want to go to California, too, Mr. Jones. Well, then why don't
2: you? Well, now, I, I never really thought about it.
1: And why are you saying you'd like to go? Well, why,
2: it's all the excitement, I guess.
1: Now the excitement will die down when the sun hits them tomorrow.
2: Well, it, it's all this that makes me want to go and all that that makes me stay. <laughs> California! the matter with you? Do you have to do that right in my ear? Oh, go on, Doc. I'm sorry. I didn't see you standing no, there. you didn't see me. No, I didn't. Hello, Matt. Oh, what's the matter with you? You wish you were going
3: along? No. Why not? A lot of good-looking women in that
1: train. Well, yeah, you got a point there, Doc. Yeah,
2: hey, uh, Mr. Dillon, I'm going to ride out
1: and follow along with them, ways. Do you mind? All right, Chester.
2: I'll see you later, Doc. Yes, I'll
3: Come on, Matt. I'll buy you a drink.
1: You're pretty flush now that you folks all you cut out of that wagon train, aren't you, Doc? Not hardly. You can't get blood out of a turnip. You sure did try, though, didn't oh, you? Oh,
3: nonsense. That crowd's been here three, four weeks now, freeloading on Dodge. And you know it.
1: Well, they came clear from Ohio, Doc. I
3: know that.
1: Well, they got to freshen up their supplies somewhere, don't they?
3: Oh, is that what they call it? <laughs>
1: you got a real burn, haven't you?
3: Well, no wonder. Uh, I'm tired. I'm tired, man. I'm tired of all this heat, this dust, these nights that are hotter than days. Crying babies I've never seen before and I'll never see again. I'm glad that mob's gone, Matt. I'm darn
4: glad. all
1: those glasses. Sam, we got nothing left around here. Hello, about Kitty? Oh, you feeling well, it, too? Well,
4: if you're asking me, am I fed up? The answer's yes. Whiskey, Sam. And none of
3: that trade whiskey you've been throwing into our recent guests, either. I'll be sitting
4: over here. Kind of got the dock, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, all of us, Kitty. That place is pretty empty, isn't it?
4: It sure wasn't two hours ago. The whole town was in here to say goodbye to that crowd. Yeah, I know. Uh, come on, let's step out back. It's too hot in here. Yeah. Maybe Gravy was right starting out at night. At least they'll miss one day a son. Matt, what do you think? Hmm? About what? their chances?
1: Oh, some of them will make
4: it, some of them won't. It always bothers me to see them. Why? Oh, I don't know. They're so fresh and eager when they hit Dodge, they think they've already been through it. They've fought at Rivers, they've seen a few blanket Indians, their kids have had the fever. But they don't know what's waiting for them out there on the high plains. Yeah, that's
1: what's biting Doc, too.
4: They think it's going to be a higher to Kansas all the way. And you can't tell them any different. Get it? Yeah.
1: Look, uh... You and Doc, there's nothing you can do for them.
4: I'm right, I'm sorry. I'm restless. I, I think I'll go back inside. Oh, Kitty. Yeah, Matthew. Take good care Doc, will you? Yeah, I will.
1: Yeah, ask me, Chester.
2: My man, how, how come you ain't in bed? It's awful late.
1: Well, it's too hot. Now, how far'd you follow him?
2: To Moss Grimmick's hay camp. It was kind of a party out there. Oh, there was? Mm-hmm.
1: Everything all right in the wagon train? It seemed to be.
2: Well, I'm going out of bed, Mr. Jones. Good night.
1: Good night, Chester.
4: Hand. No, no, we're all right. Hey. Okay. Hey, oh. Take it easy now. I'm you. Yep. Sit yep. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, <you're> nice joke. <laughs> yep. Good Lord. Look at that, What Good huh? Well, What is it, Doc? What's
4: the matter up there? Uh, come up here, Matt. Somebody's left Doc a baby.
1: They all right, Kitty?
4: Sure. Both of them. They're asleep.
1: Yeah. Doc was sure feeling his liquor for but... me.
4: But he still insisted on checking that baby before I could get him to lie down. Imagine, Matt. It's a girl. She's awful little.
1: Kitty, uh... How how much do you know about taking care of a baby,
4: huh? (laughs) Less than you'd
1: think. You know it's going to be your responsibility. Mine! Well, I mean, until we find the mother. Oh. She must be in that wagon train. Chester and I'll ride after him tonight. We can catch him by morning.
4: You better. Wait till Doc wakes up and finds that baby in his room. He'll never take another drink.
2: They sure are laying down a dust trail, ain't
1: they, Mr. Dillon? Uh, Grevy said he was going to keep pushing until the sun got overhead.
2: It ain't but seven or so now, and it's uncommon,
1: hot. Huh? Yes, Howdy. Morning, ma'am. Hello, John.
2: Mr. Dillon, there's Mr. Grevy way up ahead there. Yeah, I see it.
1: Come on. Hey, Grevy! Mr. greedy Hey! Marshal Dillon! Now! Yeah. What brings you way out here? I want to talk to your people, Greevy. Can you hold them up a little while? Hold them up? You mean stop the train? Well, oh, that's important, or I wouldn't ask. It's real important. Well, yeah, all right. Oh, hold it up, boys! Hold it! Hold it. Oh. Chester, yeah, go back down the line and tell everybody I want them to meet at the center of the wagon train, huh? All right, sir. Be a now, what's this all about, Marshal? You gotta bear about? with me, Greavy. I gotta do this. Come on, I want you to. Oh.
3: All right, folks, settle down.
1: Folks, please. Hey, you all know Marshall Dillon. Now, he won't tell me what this is all about, but he says
3: he wants to make a speech.
1: Well, uh, Mr. Grevy's wrong about that. The speeches were made last night. Now, Dodge was glad to have you folks, and we all wish you well. Well, what I've got to say is only for one person, or maybe two. I'm talking to the woman who left her newborn baby at Doc Adams last night. Now, all I can say to you is that you better think on it, whoever you are, because California's a long way from Kansas. It's too long if you start to regret it too late. Now, I'm not interested in bringing charges against anybody. So why don't you think it over before it is too late, huh? Thank you. Well, that's all, Greevy. Thanks very much. Come on, Chester. I did go out the wagon
3: train
1: today, man. Well, I told him. That's all. So yeah.
3: No, no, no. I'm going to the long branch for a minute.
1: Now, you know that stuff's habit, forming, don't you?
3: For your information, I need sheets. Torn bed sheets.
1: Oh. That. Yeah. That. You know...
3: She's not going to show up,
1: Matt. Well, what makes you think so?
3: Any woman who'd abandon her baby isn't going to be swayed by your brand of
1: sentimentalism. Well, maybe not, Doc, but I'm going to be here just in case.
3: All right. Suit you up.
2: up. what are you doing down here? Oh, now, don't worry, Doc. I'm going right back, but I just remembered something I ought to tell Mr. Dillon. Uh, Mr. Dillon?
1: Did you just remember to tell me something, Chester? course. Oh, yes, sir, I did.
2: Uh, see, there was a fellow come by here, and he, he said he was a soldier. Oh. Uh-huh. Yes, sir, it seems he just got his discharge. Well, what did he want? Well, he was asking about the wagon train. See, he thinks maybe his wife was
1: with it. His wife?
2: Yes, sir, he was supposed to meet her farther out at Cimarron Crossing, but he got to Dodge sooner than what he expected.
1: Now well, what did you tell him?
2: I told him they was long gone, but he could catch up with them easy, and so he rode off. Well, I guess it ain't too important, but I feel bad I didn't tell you before. See, what with that new baby and all my nerves is... Well, Mr. Dunn, I better get back up there before something
1: happens. <laughs> all right, Chester, go ahead.
4: Over
1: here. How Kitty?
4: Sit down.
1: What'd you do with Doc?
4: Very little. He got his sheets, but he'd hardly speak to Sam.
1: Well, maybe he's blaming Sam for what happened.
4: Well, Doc's got quite a homey problem with that baby.
1: Yeah, I know. What
4: are you going to do, Matt?
1: Well, let nature take its course, I guess.
4: Well, you always were an optimist.
1: Well, in my business, I have to be. Say, uh, Kitty, mm. could you get me something to eat?
2: Sure, Mr. Dillon? Yeah,
1: what is it, Chester? She's here, Mr. Dillon. Huh?
2: That little baby's mama is waiting for you over at the office.
1: go tell Doc to come down to the office and you stay with the baby, huh? All right, sir. Oh, uh, this here is Marshal Dillon, ma'am. I'm,
4: uh, I'm Mrs. Bailey.
1: Uh, You were with the wagon train, weren't you, Miss Bailey?
4: Yes, I... I've come for my baby.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Well, where's your husband? Didn't he come with you? Well,
4: Marshal, my...
3: My husband's been away in the Army for two years.
1: Oh, I, I see.
4: That's why I I left my baby.
1: Uh, yes, Matt? Uh, this is Dr. Adams, Miss Bailey. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, Matt, can I, I have a word with you? All right, Nanda. right now, Doc.
0: Right now. Marshal, I'm Clint Bailey. I rode all the way out to that wagon trip. Jenny. Jenny.
2: Clint. Oh, hello, Clint.
3: Good to see you. Marshal, this is my husband. Uh, But what are you doing here? Now, something wrong? Jenny, what is it? Marshal... Y- you tell him
1: oh mr Bailey, you, your wife came for her baby, came for for a baby, what do you Jenny?
3: She could have left it, but she didn't. Is it true, Jen well, is it, yes, but Jen, we never had kids. All the years we've been married... I know, and we never... Clint. It wasn't for me not wanting them. We're... What is this baby? It's a girl. A girl. Well, that's good. That part's good.
0: Can we keep her, Clint?
3: I've been waiting two years to come back to you, Jenny, And I can't lose you now.
1: Say, Doc, are you sleeping?
3: No, no. No, Matt, I... I was just thinking.
1: No, good for you.
3: You know, it's a thing uh, like that tonight that gives you all the hope you need to keep going.
1: You'd have been better off sleeping,
3: Doc. It wasn't her baby, you know. What? What are you talking about? She came to me three weeks ago. I told her then that she could never have a baby. Never. What? Well, why did she lie to her husband? Because of you. She was afraid you wouldn't let her take it. But then I'm sure she's told him the truth by now.
1: Doc, you should have told me it. This isn't right. What if a real mother shows up?
3: Do you think she will?
1: No. No, Doc. I don't.
3: Can I buy you a drink, man? Just one, of course.
1: Just one? (laughs) I think that'd be fine. Ago, we asked you to let us know which gun smoke stories you would like to hear again. And your letters and cards have enabled us to select the five most popular. But uh, more important, however, to those of us here on the show were the wonderful expressions of warmth and interest. We're deeply grateful. Well, next week, the first of the five most popular shows. It's one we have called simply home surgery.